You're listening to a podcast presented by OrchardRadio.com, Washtenaw Community College's own internet radio station. For more information, please contact us at radio at wccnet.edu. It's Reloaded Podcast. This is T. Green representing OrchardRadio.com. And we're bringing you this second podcast where we take a look at artists from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. Last week, we took a look back at one of the 80s artists with Cindy Lauper. Now we're going to skip ahead a couple decades and get to one of the more current artists with Lil Nas X. And he certainly made his mark in 2019 with his big smash hit, Old Town Road, which was a record breaker. And we'll get more into that particular song in a few minutes. But for now, we just wanted to take a little bit of a look back into his fast rise to the top and, you know, kind of break down what went to a success and what he may have planned in the future. So Lil Nas X like a lot of kids growing up during this time start off as a social media personality, you know, just trying to make his footing on the internet, you know, catch on, do the viral stuff. He was doing a number of comedy sketches and writings and all sorts of things on pretty much any platform you could think of Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram. Uh, the rumors even were that he ran Nicki Minaj fan accounts on Twitter, uh, one in particular called Nas Mirage. And in interviews, he's been coy about it, kind of denying it, but not denying it at, at the same time. My suspicion is he did actually run those accounts, but he's just keeping it a mystery for now. So he was doing a social media thing. He was dabbling in the music, uh, trying to kind of find what worked best for him. And, you know, he was messing around with some music tracks and he eventually came across what ended up being Old Town Road. And a fun little note about that is that there is a nine inch nail sample on Old Town Road. So something not a lot of people knew about. So Old Town Road made its way to the airwaves Got a lot of traction at first, uh, but then something a little controversial happened with the country charts deciding, well, you know, this isn't country enough, so we're just going to not really put that on our airwaves. We're not really going to count that for our charts. And while country, modern country, has some hip hop and rap elements to it, I guess this song was, it, it was too much of a blend or something. And, you know, there could, there could be a little bit of race issues and things like that. But in any event, he wasn't shown love. Lil Nas X was not shown love by the country community at first. Uh, but eventually he got a little bit of assistance from a man named Billy Ray Cyrus who hopped on the remix. Actually, we're taping this on April 6th. April 5th marked the one-year anniversary of that remix being uh, debuting. 
And, you know, a little interesting side note to Billy Ray Cyrus before Old Town Road, there were probably only two main things that people knew him for. One was having the big hit Achy Breaky Heart back in the early 90s. And two was playing Hannah Montana's dad on the TV show, uh, playing the fodder to Hannah Montana, who was played by his real life daughter, Miley Cyrus. So, you know, for a couple different generations, they knew Billy Ray Cyrus from different things uh, in the entertainment world. But now he was adding a third one. And hey, this one was just as successful as any of the, the other two. So with the remix really taking off, Old Town Road ended up spending 19 weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, which is a record. The previous record was 16. You had One Sweet Day by Boyz II Men and Mariah Carey. And you also had Despacito by Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee, along with Justin Bieber on the remix of that song. And as an aside, it is hard to believe that Despacito is almost three years old now, as it seems like just yesterday that that song was inescapable. It, it was everywhere. It, time flies by. What can you say? Uh, eventually, Old Time Road was dethroned by Bad Guy by Billie Eilish for number one, and Billie Irish, Eilish being another one of those Generation Z artists who are on the big time come up, just like Lil Nas X. So Old Time Road had their great run. He did follow it up with a song called Panini that reached number five on the Hot 100 charts. So in my view, that makes him, that takes him out of one hit wonder territory. It may not, Panini may not be a song that is remembered 10 years from now, but at the end of the day, at least for that time period, it was successful enough. So that counts for me. I don't know about everybody else. Um, an interesting thing about these songs, Panini, Old Town Road, uh, they're, they're quite a bit shorter songs than what we're used to seeing. And that's been kind of a trend lately, especially in the kind of more hip hop-ish world. Um, songs under three minutes, some even under two minutes. And it, it does seem quite appropriate for these times where people seem to not have the attention span that they used to. Uh, and you know, sometimes you don't want a song to overstay its welcome. So there can be benefits of having these shorter songs. And also with this song, this is kind of a, another continuation of sort of the blend of rapping and singing. This is just the latest example of it. Uh, you know, the, the origins of it can, you can trace it back quite a bit of ways. I mean, I'd say Drake it's kind of one of the main people who really took off with that sort of blend of rapping, singing, sing-songy uh, a way of putting out songs. But, you know, you can go to people like Ja Rule or, you know, I mean, there were a number of artists back in the day that used to kind of have that sort of semi-crooning, even 50 Cent did it at times, uh, you know, despite having that hardcore image. Um, 
you know, but it's, it's really taken off in the last few years. That's kind of, you know, and with auto tune being a, still being a, a thing and, you know, now you're seeing all types of artists, Bryson Tiller, Tory Lanes. Uh, I mean, the the late um, Juice World. You, you have sort of that that hybrid sound coming out. It's still mostly classified as hip hop or rap, but um, just just kind of a little, little bit of a side note on kind of the state of where things are in music and where things have evolved to. But yes, Lil Nas X was able to put out another successful song. Um, his his third single, well, Ro- Rodeo came out originally around the same time as Panini. Uh, it only got up to 22, which isn't bad. Um, Rodeo's getting more traction nowadays because he released a music video for it earlier this year, which was sort of a shorter thriller-esque type video. You know, a little bit of a modern take on it. Uh, the other thing with Rodeo is that originally Cardi B was on the song. She had a verse on there. Uh, but the more recent version of Rodeo is with one of Lil Nas's namesakes, uh, the legendary rapper Nas, uh, providing the guest verse. And Nas, he performed it with Lil Nas X on the most recent Grammy Awards this year along with a lot of the other artists that were on that song, the various remixes. It seemed like a hundred remixes, Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, the yodeling kid whose name escapes me right now. Uh, the K-pop Korean pop smash band, uh, BTS, uh, Diplo. Although I don't remember if he was actually at the Grammys or not, but he was another one who was on one of the remixes uh, and speaking of the Grammys, uh, Lil Nas X took home the award for best pop duo performance and the award for best music video. Plus, he had several other nominations and awards from various other shows, you know, BET Awards, MTV Awards. Um, so he's, he certainly got his recognition. Uh, his, his EP, Seven, was out last year as well with those songs on it. And there, there were some mixed reviews. Um, I think the main gripe for critics is that there was uncertainty. It, it, it was a little too all over the place. There was some uncertainty, uncertain, uncertainty as to, you know, who Lil Nas X is or was like, what, like, are you hip hop? Are you country? Are you like, I think he just, I think he's just, you know, he's still in the early stages. He's experimenting, you know, this isn't someone who, you know, has been building himself up to be a big time musician since he was a child or anything like that. I mean, this is still a pretty new thing for him. So, you know, he's still finding his way and we'll, we'll see how much uh, content he puts out in the future and, and, in terms of the music biz and see if he wants to continue that or if he wants to kind of parlay that into other opportunities in entertainment. Um, another big event in his life that happened was coming out as gay. He did that at the end of Pride Month in June 2019. 
Um, and in a recent interview, he actually said that he was planning on dying without ever revealing that secret to the public. But because of his newfound famous Lil Nas X, he felt like he kind of wanted to step up and be a role model and be a visible person who was out and proud. So that's a lot of why he decided to make that announcement last year. And from what I can tell, he, he mostly got support from fans and other entertainers. There was, you know, the typical, there's always going to be the typical people who hate on that type of thing. And, you know, the homophobia, things like that. But he, he brushed it off, you know, very well. Um, just kind of focusing on the positive aspects. So that was another big milestone for him. Uh, he, in a, another recent interview, uh, he talked about his lack of desire to delve into the political realm in terms of supporting people. You know, he was asked whether he would support uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg because he was also another member of the LGBT community and Lil Nas X like, you know, not really, um, you know, it's nothing against him, but I don't want to just vote for him because he's gay. Like I am. So, you know, I, I think that is, you know, a mature thing for him to do for, you know, a young kid. Um, you know, if he's not into it, if he's not informed, then why just jump in just for superficial reasons? And, um, you know, he said politics in general are, are kind of on the depressing side, so he doesn't delve much into it. So, you know, Lil Nas X at the ballot box is probably not something we're going to see uh, down the road. We don't even know how we're going to be voting down the road, depending on how this uh, current situation with the coronavirus goes. But that's that's a, a major side note there. Um Another thing he has going on is the Calvin Klein campaign. Uh, he signed on with them and is part of their spring campaign. Uh, certainly another, a, a different side of him, you know, as the Calvin Klein fashion is quite different from the colorful and extravagant country inspired outfits that he's worn for the awards performances and the music videos and whatnot. But, you know, it's still a big gig for him. You know, a lot of big names have posed for Calvin Klein over the years. So it's another big opportunity. Uh, as to what else he has next, um, well, certainly with the world kind of on halt, it's hard to say. But I would imagine, you know, he's going to still continue to be his colorful self on his various social medias, Twitter and all that. Um you know, he's, he's still young. He's not even going to be 21 until this week, actually. Uh, once again, we're taping this on April 6th. April 9th is his 21st birthday. And, you know, he's accomplished a lot uh, in the last couple years. Um, and he's still very young. He still has a lot of promise and talent. And, you know, it's, it'll be exciting to see what he has next. Uh, so, you know, that, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, you know, even, even if his 
star fades or fizzles out for whatever reason, he'll always have this moment in time and you can't take that away from him for sure. So that does it for this second episode of the Mixed Hits Reloaded podcast. Once again, I'm your host, T. Green. We're going to come back with you next week for our third episode. And just like the radio show with the podcast, the goal is to make this the best show yet. So we're going to try and do better next week. And we shall see which artist is on the docket. 90s, 80s, who knows? But until then, this is T. Green signing off.